My name is Matt Pauley coming your way from the Wisconsin Center. It is the Greater Milwaukee Auto Show, and it's being brought to you by New Mail Medical in Tosa and Elkhart Lakes Road America. We're very happy uh, right now to uh, welcome in a writer and reporter for FanRag Sports. I believe he is based out of uh, Sheboygan Falls. It is uh, Robert Murray. Hey, Robert, how are you doing? I'm good, and how are you? Good. Did I get your uh, home base correct? Uh, you did, yeah, Sheboygan Falls. Okay. Of Milwaukee. Now, uh, are you you've been down in Arizona covering spring training, correct? That is correct. Yeah, I've been here for a little bit over two weeks. What's uh, we'll get to some Brewer stuff in a moment, and you had a piece on Keon Broxton, which is uh, one of the big reasons we're having you on today. But what's been you know here in the first couple weeks of spring training? Has there been anything that's really jumped out at you? Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, non-Brewers related. I was at the Cubs camp recently. And it was staggering how much more talented the Cubs are than any other team that I've seen so far. Uh, you have guys like Chris Bryant. I saw him take batting practice, and it looked like he was going half or half speed. And he was hitting them in the deep outfield way over the grass. Um, I mean, you guys, they also have guys like Anthony Rizzo. Uh, I mean, their pitching staff is going to be good with John Lester. And I think, barring something completely unforeseen like an injury or something like that, I think the Cubs are going to end up repeating this year. Although, as you know, it's tough to repeat. It really is. We had uh, another one of your guys from FanRag Sports on uh, recently in Tommy Stokey. And and Tommy, I'm not trying to put words in his mouth, Tommy's more on the Cleveland side of things. He he, you know, kind of looks at Cleveland as being a potential Kansas City situation. You lose one year and then you come back and win the next. So, uh, are, are you and Tommy going at it in terms of who's going to win it this year? If the Indians can repeat, or if the Indians can get back in and win it, or if the Cubs can repeat? Yeah, I was actually talking to him about this about ten minutes ago. Since I'm actually staying with Tommy right now, um, I do see where he's coming from. I think, I mean, they have guys coming back from injury. Uh, like Carlos Carrasco, and then they had a guy like Edwin Encarnacion. And we were at Indians camp recently, and you could just tell that the World Series was far behind them, and they were not focusing on that. They were focusing on this season. And as I said, you had Edwin Encarnacion to the picture, get guys back from injury. Yeah, I can definitely see them being being a contender for the World Series. Uh, I would also not be shocked if it was a Cubs-Indians repeat in the, in the World Series. You went to uh, Maryville Baseball Park and uh, checked out the Brewers, and one of the pieces you've written recently was about Keon Broxton. Your point was that David Stearns might have found another star. Last year it was Jonathan VR. This time it it might be Keon Broxton. It's it's so tough in spring to really see the things that are going to play out during the course of the, the season, but what did you see in Broxton that has you so optimistic about what he's going to turn into? Yeah, I, uh, I saw him carry over the success from last season. Uh, last season, he started off the season, he was struggling mightily, uh, and he was en- he ended up being sent down to the minors, and he was down there for a short period of time, and the coaches down there told him to move his hands down, and ever since then, that adjustment has paid off for him. I mean, he's been driving the ball. I mean, it's, it's carrying off of his bat. Uh, we saw that a couple days ago when he let off the game with a, a triple off of Danny Duffy, the Royals. Um, and Brewers people are, are just raving about him uh, behind the scenes as a guy, as I mentioned in my column yesterday, uh, that he could end up having a Jonathan VR type impact this season. 
It, let's let's potentially say that VR leads off, Broxton hits second, and then you've got Braun third. Where does where could potentially that top third of the order? Uh, how good is that compared to other top third order? I mean that the Brewers are probably going to struggle this year, but that's that's as, uh, pretty good, isn't it? It is. It's very good. I mean VR. I mean it remains to be seen if he can carry over the success he had from last season. Um, but I, I'm optimistic about that. Then you have Broxton, who looks like a potential star. And then Braun, as you know, everybody knows, he's been a steady presence for the Brewers for quite a while. Um, and I mean, I wouldn't say a trade of Braun before the season is likely. I'd say that's highly unlikely. But I could see Braun being traded at the trade deadline and then having a guy like Lewis Brinson, their top prospect, stepping up and, and possibly taking over for Braun at the number three spot in the, in the order. No matter what they do in spring training, is it smart to send Brinson and Hayter to AAA to start the season just from a super two perspective and getting another year of club control on those guys? Yeah, I think that's I think that's what's needed. Um, I mean, Brinson, I actually posted something on Facebook today. Uh, he is another guy that's standing out at Brewers camp, and I mean, you can tell he's earning the top prospect label. Uh, he's he's a guy like Broxton who's a tremendous athlete. I believe uh, he's six foot three, hundred ninety-six pounds, and he runs like I mean his defense in the outfield, along with his way to navigate on base uh, and hit, he's going to end up being a very top-notch player for the Brewers. Um, and but I think he's not ready quite yet, so starting him off in the minor leagues is, to start the year is, is the right call. We're continuing to chat with Robert Murray from FanRag Sports. You don't have it in your piece about the Brewers, but i got to ask you, did you see Scooter Jeanette playing either uh, left field or third base? And, and if you did, do you, did you have any reaction to how he looked away from second base? Yeah, I saw him play left field today. Um, and it was, I mean, I believe it was one of the first couple innings of the game. It was not pretty. Uh, he ended up losing a ball in the sun, uh, and it ended up falling, I believe, for a double. Um, although I'm not going to get him get on him too hard for that, as a, a Mariners player also had the same issue. And then Jeanette uh, uh, actually made up for it a couple plays later, make, making a nice diving catch to end, end the inning. Jeanette, um, I, I, he's not a natural left fielder by any means. He's got a lot of work to do, and he, he showed the ups and downs that he's going to have if he ends up playing left field at all this season. You had a blurb at the end of your piece talking about Travis Shaw and you're you're not real fond of his uh, defense, at least as that that first step uh, off the ball. Uh, that you know, with Shaw, he he played third base last year in Boston. I I didn't see much of him there. You, you, quite honestly, your your blurb about him was kind of the first thing I've I've read that's very negative uh, about his ability at at third base. What's your takeaway in terms of of his future at third for the Brewers? Yeah, uh, yesterday the point or the. the point that you were referencing that I made was it was a not so sharply hit grounder down the third base line and Shaw was extremely slow to react and he had no recovery speed on it and it ended up resulting in a double and I mean as soon as the play happened Tommy Stokey and myself looked at one another and we both made the same exact comment that he looked really slow uh in reacting and I don't think he's gonna have I don't think he's the answer at third base for the Brewers I think he can hit but the defense is what's gonna hold him back 
It, have you seen? I know he played a little. I think he played a little bit today. A young guy. He's not going to break camp with the team. But uh, Lucas Ersig, who was a draft pick last year, is he somebody that's got potential that maybe next year and going forward, that's the guy who's going to be over at third? Uh, can you say that again, please? Uh, Lucas Ersig, have you been able to see him at all? Just a young guy. I know he's probably not going to be with the team this year, but a young guy who's gotten a little bit of time uh, in big league games so far? Yeah, I haven't really focused on him too much, uh, to be completely honest. Uh, but, I mean, I've heard some positive things at Brewers Camp about him, but I'm not comfortable enough to say whether or not he's going to make a big impact or not this season or any year going forward. Uh, just a couple other notes as we go around uh, Major League Baseball, and uh, you've also seen a, a couple of the teams that are really going to to struggle in, in the A's and in the Padres. Uh, you, you talk so much about the talent level there with uh, with the Cubs and with the Indians, and, and then you have the A's and the Padres. Where does maybe the what, what what are the Brewers closer to right now? The top of the the talent level, or are they closer to being like the A's and the Padres? I will. I, I'm not going to go as far to say as they're the A's and the and the Padres. I mean, those two teams are not going to be very good this year at all. Uh, I would say the Brewers are a, a notch ahead of them, but, I mean, with the Padres, I went from the Cubs to the Padres in consecutive days, <laughs> and the talent difference there was eye-opening. And I made that comment to Tommy, and he, he was in agreement with me there. Uh, I mean, the Padres, it, they really have no strength whatsoever. I mean, A.J. Preller has been... Uh, revamping their farm system and trading away key pieces from their big league team. And then the A's, I mean, they're, they have a couple of strengths in their bullpen and their outfield, uh, but both of those teams are not going to experience much, if any, success this season. Last question for you. Billy Bean was so ahead of his time in terms of using the advanced numbers. Now everybody uses it, and they have money. The A's don't have money. Has Billy Bean's time as being kind of an innovator in baseball and being able to win in Oakland, is there any chance that that has uh, come and passed? Yeah, I think uh, his time or that kind of experiment is just about over with. I mean, you've seen the success or lack thereof that they've had with it. They haven't really done much in his time there. Um, and you see other teams that are being aggressive in the trade market and, um, and spending big dollar in free agency and the money ball, like Billy Bean. Uh, I mean, they're going for lower-level guys like Matt Joyce and Rajay Davis in free agency, not making a big splash. I think his day uh, or the day of the, the money ball is about over with. Robert, great stuff. People can follow you on Twitter at Robert Murray FRS. We appreciate you taking a few moments. Hopefully, we can uh, check in with you every once in a while during the course of the season. That's perfect. That sounds great. Thank you for having me on.